Everybody, welcome to the PWO WrestleCast. As always, I'm your host, Matt Lilly. Tonight on the show, we have, as always, he is the best there is, best there was, best there ever will be, Jeff Hitman Hall. Uh, I thought you were talking about Hello, me. hello. And we have Ben from Colorado. Oh, I don't get anything, but what's up, boys? What's up, what's up? <laughs> you kind of stole Ben's thunder, so I'm cutting, or uh, Ben's thunder, Jesus Christ. Call it, just keep moving. Uh, as you guys know, you can find us right here on Facebook and YouTube and most podcast listening apps. If you like what you're watching, you can support us right here at coffee.com slash PWO123 for the price of one cup of coffee. Uh, please uh, feel free to check us out on maybe it's Kofi.com slash PWO123. It's as simple as one, two, and three. I still, no one's told me if it's coffee or Kofi. Because it's for the price of a cup of coffee, I'm going to say it's coffee. But us wrestling fans, that's Kofi. That's Kofi. Like, I'm sure it's meant to be coffee, but that's Coffee Kingston. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Wi Fi. It, so it should be Fi. So it should be Kofi. I don't know. I don't know anymore. But man, let's get to is. wrestling, boys. We're not here I'm to not mess saying. around and talk about some <laughs> website. There is a lot to get through, and we got limited time to get through it. So we're gonna do our best. Uh, and Hitman Hall does not frequently ask for time to speak and rant about things. Uh, Jeff, there was something you said you really wanted to discuss this week. I mean, I've kind of cooled down off of it. We don't have to, but I, 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 I will. I if said, you, I'm excited uh, for this. I wanted this. Okay. <laughs> All right. You want me to get you angry again? Because I can do this. Oh, you, you want me? Should I start shooting yeah. now? Yeah, yeah go shoot, for it. Shoot brother uh, from the hip. Okay. Um. This. And again, I, I'm actually breaking my own rules because we, you know we've all agreed that you know some of us on the podcast watch wwe um not so much for our jobs but you know we we try to run a show so we have to do it i watched i didn't even watch the whole damn thing i just watched a 10 minute or nine minute clip of this whole debacle on retribution on it just and again i'm breaking my own rules because i don't watch so i shouldn't be upset and now i feel like pat now i know how pat feels sometimes (laughs) You know, it, it's just absolutely crazy. This whole angle of retribution is crazy. Um, Donovan Dijak is being ruined, you know, um, just com- just completely ruined. Yeah, um, not name anymore. Uh, Dijakovic or T-Bar, T-Bar. Or, or L-Bar or <laughs> not... bar Armbar. He's whatever not bar. He's Canadian Armbar. Yeah, whatever his name is now. Um, so they come out and say, well – retribution so you know they've been wrecking our stuff and causing havoc so what, what do we do we sign the contracts 
So you're paying them to tear your stuff up now? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, I, I'm, I want to see what their contracts say, Jeff. I, I know contracts. I want to read through them. I know you guys get on me about AEW, but I promise you guys, I'm an equal opportunity purist. Um, this is bad. You know what I mean? Like it's just bad. Um, the but way they're that, going about it is bad, and just it, it, it's just set up to fail. And again, not to steal Jim Cornette's thunder, but you know, just name test. You know, if if your name doesn't pass the name test, you know, um, tonight. And I text you guys this. You know, tonight we have the World Heavyweight Champion at SummerSlam, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and he'll be facing T-Bar for the World Heavyweight Championship. I'm sure that sounds great. You know, it's just awful. And, and, and again, no, Mace or Slapjack instead. Yeah, yeah, uh, Wait, so if, so if Jeff is T-Bar, does that make me Mace or does that make me like, Slapjack? It's just, it's just awful. Just when you think they can't... I'm not surprised. Them getting stuff wrong happens, but just when I think they've ins- you've, they've insulted your intelligence, no. you know, to, to to no end, it's just awful. It's just absolutely awful. And now Dijak's going to just get pushed out the door. Thank thank the Lord, because um, he'll be he he won't resign after this. And then they, n- n- nothing like pulling off a mask to have another mask on Sting style. But <laughs> uh, at least that was face paint. It's just, it's just awful. And I know I'm not saying anything that well, but Jeff, sane people agree with, but but Jeff, he got to say whore on TV. Yeah, it's just stupid. <laughs> and so, now, and, and now, um, uh, the hurt business's face or face, which is fine. And sadly, look, sadly, to be honest, Matt, like I'm all in on the hurt business. Same though. I actually really like. Yeah, I, I'm just saying. You know, usually I'm against throwing all the black guys together, but at least at least they don't have Jamaican accents and they're not in like red, green, and yellow. Like no, and they're being you know, pushed. Yeah, they're being pushed, like, and they look like a, they look like a million bucks. They're always in suits. You know what yeah. I mean? I mean, you it, know, it's like they're trying to be the Horsemen, and I like that. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's going to end bad no matter what, but. You know, at least you can look at this and like, okay, well, they actually kind of put some thought into this somehow. I have no idea, but their biggest angle with retro, you know, with retribution, I I don't know. Just just so many between underground and um like sanity and like you know WWE just setting the indoor attendance records for black attire, you know, all black everything, the shield. I mean, I just. Somebody's getting paid from them, but yeah, that's all I got to say. Uh, I didn't have a horrible issue with it. It was their first promo. It wasn't the greatest, but it kind of, for me, it kind of felt like, hey, we're here. This is why we're here. Now shut up and make room for us. My issue was when the Hurt Business came in, they got into the ring. Out of nowhere, 20, 25 people just dressed all black just hurt they surround the ring and just do what the dark order did which was smack the ring apron which if you know is the hardest part of the ring just randos are are they under contract too or uh, so and and if you guys don't mind i'll close this out so we can move on to our next one here because i i don't know how much more we can really speak on this please please get more information here is and ben and i were talking about this this is like WWE parodying itself and its fans right now because 
as Ben said, like they're complaining about all the things we complain about and that's fine. And I, and, and I'm, I'm with that, but like, we're complaining about not being given opportunity and, and being treated on the back burner and an afterthought and my name's Mace and Slapjack and T-Bar were bad Ninja Turtle villains. <laughs> yeah, my biggest issue with the whole situation was the names. It just all feels so last minute. Yeah. And and from everything I've read, that's been the reaction backstage as well. Um, but, I mean, that's what happens when we're laughing at it. Like, several and, several reports of other superstars laughing at it. Yeah. And one, one, one more thing before we get off this topic. Again, we, we slash I, at least I do, I live in a wrestling world where Trent's mom, Sue, is over more than Donovan Dijak. That's the world I'm living in right now, and I don't want to be a part of it, but that's <laughs> it. I'll, I'll, I'll end on that. I, but, yeah. but, but both yeah. things are bad, but, you know, I don't know. At least Sue brings cookies. Out <sighs> in wrestling. And, the so, WWE, Jeff, and, and then there's WWE. How long until those cookies are some like bad gimmick? Oh, I made it. Um, AEW I was, doesn't really do that. If I was persuaded to watch BTE. I made it about seven minutes, and that was it for me. <laughs> we we did force him. I I don't know if the video's been up yet, but we did force Jeff to watch BTE. All right, I am gonna give a very quick and hard turn here. We're gonna talk about the COVID situation that's arising. Uh, primarily, we first heard this in NXT last week. We're hearing about an AEW this week, and uh, today we're seeing a lot of independent wrestlers uh, pulling themselves from from bookings, essentially saying they've been exposed or something along the lines. Uh, AEW and NXT sounds like they're different situations, so I'm going to try my best to explain them both quickly. Uh, NXT, I think this is the quick one to go with. The word is that, and this one's again not official, but just reporting, uh, Coach had contact uh, contracted contacted the disease um, and either didn't know or didn't care. Um, and I pray to God it didn't know. I, I don't want to sit here and act like, uh, but what's making this matter worse is that uh, it had no issue. People apparently are struggling with wearing masks in major group meeting places in, in the center. Um, so that's the big one on that. You can kind of see it a little bit. Vic Josephs and uh, Wade Barrett were both gone from commentary this week, despite both being considered there permanently for a while. Uh, several other talent. Bobby Fish, although there's no word on whether or not he's actually sick or not, but he was not there in celebration with everything else on the Spirit Era. Um, and we also know there's a lot of independent wrestlers in their women's battle royale. So... There's just a few th notes there. I'm going to quickly go over to AEW. The first thing that came out, and we'll get to this more when we get to AEW's results, uh, Lance Archer announced midway through yesterday he uh, tested positive for COVID-19. Uh, AEW has kind of switched their testing and that you test at home, and then when you get to Jacksonville, you test in Jacksonville. So you're getting checked twice before uh, entering the building. He tested positive at home, so he didn't come out. Uh, we also just saw that Ben Carter, Benjamin Carter, he wrestled Scorpio Sky on AEW's late night after the NBA on Tuesday, uh, has tested positive. Um, several names kind of missing from AEW with Brian Cage was the big one. I think people also noted. Uh, but where it is that there's several talent 
who have been considered uh, exposed or tested positive. And a lot of general thought here is uh, it's exposure at independent booking shows. Uh, Shug D put out a comment saying it's not on the companies of the independent shows to make sure everyone's getting uh, checked regularly. Uh, If you're taking independent bookings and traveling right now, you need to be responsible and take care of yourself and others. So a lot of speculation right now that people on the independent scene either not taking it seriously, not getting checked, or uh, our testing is flawed, as we've learned. But uh, uh, too much that. something I want to add to that too is, uh, and you kind of covered it. It's some people still aren't taking this seriously. So, you know, you get one guy who mom had it and he, you know, stayed with her for a couple of days. And then he takes a booking in nowhere, South Dakota with <laughs> an independent company. And there's, you know, we'll say 15 guys on the card. Those 15 guys now have it in there. And who's supposed to know? Uh, And exactly. Especially if you're asymptomatic. Um, I'm, I don't want to argue coronavirus. Enough people do it for me. (laughs) We're not politicians. Wear your damn mask. Um, uh, I'm more along the lines of, I mean, yeah, again, wear your mask. Um, but if, the independent shows are going to be the independent shows. You know what I'm saying? Indie wrestling is indie wrestling. And those people are trying to make a living because they don't have big contracts from AEW and they don't have big contracts from WWE. So they're trying to make a living. Um, so I, you know, I obviously don't condone getting coronavirus, but you know, stuff happens, you know, if you're trying to provide for yourself, be safe, blah, 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 blah. But if you're a, a nationally televised show um, like AEW, um, I have an idea. Don't have your talent booking indie, doing, going on indie shows, at least not now. Like, you know, that's all I'm saying. You know, the, yeah. the, 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 there's nothing wrong with, with doing indie shows in, in a perfect world. Yeah, that's fine. But in the climate that we're in now and as big of an operation as AEW is, like, you can control somewhat of your stuff in-house. You know, you can't control these indie shows, you know. Yeah. And, I, and I'm not saying, I don't know. You know, I mean, obviously most of their talent is paid, you would think. I mean, if they were paying people when, when they didn't wrestle for almost a month, then I can't imagine they're not getting paid now. But, you know, I don't know. So. My thought process is it's – AEW has been very big on, uh, look, get your money. As long as it doesn't interfere with our tapings, we support you. You should, you know, if you can earn more money, we're all for it, you know. Which I, I have is, a feeling – yeah, go ahead. That's a great motto to have, especially with having a lot of more minor type of guys who haven't had the big breaks yet. Uh, Orange Cassidy is one that comes to mind, uh, even though he's kind of starting to step out of that. What were we saying? He's he's fairly exclusive to my understanding. It, it's your yeah. private parties, parties. Your yeah, former LAXs, yeah, MJF maybe, MJF but like and MLW. Yeah, it's the guys who are. Who were not made before All Elite was out. It's those guys that are kind of still taking some of those indie bookings, it seems. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, I don't know yeah. what contracts look like in AEW for people who are only there 
because of COVID. I know a lot of independent wrestlers got an opportunity mm-hmm. with AEW because yeah. of that, which once again, like take your money, get your money. I want to emphasize that I feel that these are very different situations than when we cracked down hard on WWE. Oh yeah. Because they weren't even tested. Yeah. Like, no. AEW is consistent with it. Um, yeah. And I think this sucks because that is a big part of, I think, Tony Khan's plan of, you know, hey, look, if you're you, get your money. We support it. We're going to pay you, but we don't want you to feel like you can only work for us. Yeah. Um, but I, I do think he's going to need to come like, look, guys, I, I'm sorry when this is over, we can get back to it, but I can't risk you guys. Right now, yeah. Um, best bet, he's... Uh, look, uh, like Jeff always says, it's not on me to spend other people's money, but I, I think your best bet yeah. here, if you're going to tell them, look, you can't, I, I can't have you be taking independent bookings, take what they will be making out of that booking and just add to their salary for, yeah. for that time period. As, as much as we, you know, I mean, it will be good on Vince, but at the end of the day, I mean, they are talent. Like, like that is AEW's talent. So, yeah. you know, they sometimes you have to be protected from yourself. That's 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 not a new concept. Yeah. Um, so that's really all I want to say there. When we get more information, we'll let you guys know. Um, but to any wrestler who has watched us, I know we have a lot of friends, uh, particularly Ring of Honor, we've done a lot of interviews with. As always, stay safe, guys. Uh, we appreciate you. We appreciate you guys entertaining us. Just uh, you guys always come first before us. So. Yep. Just make sure you're taking care of yourselves first. We appreciate y'all. Uh, let us know if we need to buy more shirts, because I'm always down to buy more shirts. Uh, moving right along, we're going to go straight to our tournament updates. G1 and the Ring of Our Pure Tournament are in the, uh, are happening right now. Night four, uh, if you're in America, just happened this morning. Um, so here's your quick, quick updates from who won in night four, and then we'll give you your standings uh ben you and i did not make predictions for the g1 so jeff i'm gonna leave it up to you since we're four nights in do you want us making predictions or you think we're good out um uh i mean make your predictions but you know god forbid at the end you can't be like i told you so that's all i'm saying you know what i mean i got you yeah works for me ben i'm gonna go ahead and tell you right now shows not the tournament dang it you don't mess with my boy show. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> uh, well, I'm going to go ahead and do this. I, I genuinely believe this. It's going to be Jay White's going to win the G1, beating <laughs> probably Tetsuya Naito. This, this is the tournament that screams at his win. I, I genuinely speaking, I hate you guys who have watched for a long time. You know, this pains me. Just this crawling is, in his skin. I love this it. This is literally like, I, I know I said it before we got going. This is like the perfect show. If Jay White, who I thought was going to be marooned away from Japan during the G1, this this just screams him to me. I mean, he was only in the final last year, too. But, you know, oh, so maybe I'm keeping... totally wrong and he's not going to be in it. But this just screams a Jay White win. It does. Abushi Kota beat him last year. Remember to go through. And then he beat Kota Abushi already this year. Already. Uh, I want to be wrong. It, but, it's, it, 
it's starting to get to the point where I mean it's death taxes and Jay White. <laughs> it's getting close. Ben, do you have any predictions before I quickly go overnight for here? I really have no idea. Uh, the only person I would the only, there's like two people I would argue, and that's Kenta and Okada. Uh, uh, God, I would, I would love that too. Um, uh, all right. So night four happened this morning. Goto defeated Sonata. You uh, <sighs> pops. I love Sonata, but. Well, I, I got Tai that. Chi and Jay White. I guess I can't have them all. You know yeah, I mean? you chose the wrong two. <laughs> uh, Toriano defeated Go Ace Hiroshi Tanahashi. Juice Robinson <laughs> defeated Kento. What <laughs> with the Go Ace? Or no, Toriano beating Yano beating. <laughs> Yano beating. I, I don't know. I don't know. Tanahashi. <laughs> Evil defeated Yoshihashi. He had Tetsuya Naito. Defeated worst professional wrestler in the world, Zack Sabre Jr. <laughs> Mouthful every time. I got to find some kind of acronym for it. Here are your current standings. Jay White, Tai Chi, and Will Ospreay are all undefeated in the A block. They have four points. Kota Ibushi has two points. So does Suzuki and Okada and Jeff Cobb. And all with zero, Yujiro Takahashi, Tomohiro Ishii, and Shingo Takagi. Oh, can, man. Shingo being that- one of those hurts. That can change though, because last year Jay White was like almost eliminated, and then you know, and then yeah, was that the is in the final? They do a great job with that, by the way. Just they do, that. and it, it's definitely a situation where you don't know who's winning this year. Nope. Um, B block, Naito, Toriano, and Juice Robinson all have four points undefeated. <laughs> if Yano somehow wins the G one. I don't know what I'm going to do. It might oh. be over for me. I'm, I'm not going to lie, though. Oh, Jeff, you disappeared there for a second. Uh, love every bit of it. Sorry, Zach I got a phone Jr. call. Worst wrestler in the world. Kenta, Hiroki Goto, Evil all have two points. And sitting at zero points, Yoshihashi, Sonata, and maybe the most surprising, Go Ace Hiroshi Tanahashi. Tanahashi looks a little old, don't he? Or yeah, a little bit. No love I mean, for the voice show. Not you know, not, not terrible. I mean, he he still can go, but maybe it's just yeah. a little bit of ring. Re, maybe just a little bit of ring rust and everything else. But maybe worst wrestler in the world, Zack Sabre Jr. and Tai Chi working his leg over too much. I mean, ZSJ. Um, Monday, I think I'm gonna go ahead and ask everybody what's their their favorite match so far. So go ahead and get that in your heads now. There we go. Um, just want to get a little bit more into the tournament before I ask. Here's your quick update on the Ring of Honor Pure Championship, which, God, I hope you're watching because this has been fantastic as well. Uh, so you guys already yep. know Jay Lethal and Jonathan Gresham won their first round matches. Dave Finley and uh, and Matt Seidel beat, uh, won their first round matches. Finley beat Rocky Romero. Seidel beat Delirious. Uh, and coming up this weekend, Silas Young versus Fred Yehai and Kenny King versus Josh Woods. Ring of Honor put out some quick fast facts for this one. Uh, Silas Young is 11 and 6 against participants in this uh, tournament, particularly. Uh, is, this, is that overall in his career or is that just. Yeah, overall like... in his career. He's beaten everyone in this tournament. So overall, him versus everyone else has been 11 to 6. 11 and 6, okay. Uh, Fred Yehai uh, has made it to at least the semifinals in. Eight of the past eleven tournaments he's competed in. Mm. Wow. 
I don't think it's happening, but I'd be down. I like him. Josh Woods versus Kenny King. Josh Woods broke into professional wrestling in 2014 when he signed a developmental deal with WWE. Spent two years in NXT training under Bill uh, Bill Gunn, Billy Gunn, Jesus Christ, and Adam Pearce before coming to Ring of Honor. King has an eight and one record in one fall matches in uh, Baltimore, where the tournament's being placed. So Kenny King's only lost one match in Baltimore. A-I-N-G King. Uh, yeah, I want that. I want that to be the case. Real bad. All right. NXT. Huh. So much. So much to roll through. Um, I'm going to try and give some bullet points to this. Some confusing things happened with NXT this week for me. Um, as you guys already know, we already talked about the COVID situation a little bit. So we don't know who's been affected and who's not been affected. Uh, we had our women's number one contender, Battle Royale. Candice LeRae won that last eliminating Shotzi Blackheart. Uh, she took out Tegan Knox prior in the backstage area. Um, Only Candace, two people to get entrances for that, too. Candice LeRae does nothing for me. <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't know, man. I I don't know if I will ever understand the hype. Um, uh, all right. right, no hype. What? I said there ain't no hype. <laughs> um, <laughs> Not for me. Tommaso Ciampa beat Jake Atlas. He inverted his fairy tale ending. Um, so instead of like the angel wings that he typically does, he like curled it out into, um, I guess, cradle driver. Yeah, would you say that, draft? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so interesting. To no one's surprise, he beat Jake Atlas. We get a Ridge Holland promo. Um, man, give that guy, I think, another year or two, and he might be actually be a main eventer. He's got the look. I just He needs to not kill wrestlers in the ring, particularly Johnny Gargano. <laughs> um, we had a pretty fun, in my opinion, tag team match. It was Danny Burch and Roderick Strong versus Raul Mendoza and Fabian Eichner. So the point was, you had one member of each team teaming up facing the other, and winners of those ones will face in the tag team match if you stick to determine number one contender. Weird, like, tournament-style rule type thing. Uh, just so many awkward, like, tag four ways, three ways. to. I be, think and, this and just... NXT, I think I'm giving them a little bit of the benefit of the doubt just because they don't know who is sick and who's not. Um, so I kind of imagine this one is... All right, let's take care of people right now. Yeah. Uh, That's fair. This was preceded by kind of a fun uh, yes. <laughs> promo. You had Brizongo in there dressed like Sherlock Holmes. Uh, Fandango. Fandango, yeah. Uh, and they were uh, explaining this to uh, Regal. William Regal, who's like, what? And then was it Danny Birchner? Danny Birch, I believe. Yeah, Danny Birch. Uh, Kind of just gives some like Cockney gibberish to William okay, Regal. He gave it to in the UK uh, comedic slang. Yeah, and he's like, yeah. "Okay." So, a fun comedic spot with William Regal. God, I love William Regal. Yeah. Um, I thought this was actually really funny as well. I thought this tag team match was great too. Roderick Strong's been really cool uh, promoting it, kind of on Twitter. Um, there was a GIF of Roddy did his like slap and arms out and Danny Birch put up the two for the one-two punch 
uh, Rod- Roderick responded and was like, if I saw this, my knee would be so far into his face right now. <laughs> um, good old Roddy. Uh, Damian Priest beat Austin Theory and then got super kicked by Johnny Gargano. And then we got a little vignette here, uh, video game style teasing. We're going to get a return of an NXT superstar, a former champion at the TakeOver. Heavy speculation that this is Bobby Roode. I'd be down with that. Part of me. It's fine, it's fine by me. I wonders if it's Joe, because we haven't seen Samoa Joe on commentary in the past two weeks. I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm thinking Joe. Joe would be great. Root, I think, makes the most sense. And they've been. Yeah, um, yeah. There's been word that he's coming back here soon. So I think it's only a matter of time. I think I'd prefer it to be Joe. Uh, Joe just does it more for me. But God, I, I don't know. I hope so. I hope it's good. Uh, Ridge Holland defeated Antonio DeLuca to no one's surprise. Um, and then we got the Gauntlet Eliminator match. I'm not going to go through this entire thing here. Your contestants were Kushida, Kyle O'Reilly, Bronson Reed, Cameron Grimes, and Timothy Thatcher, the ultimate winner. And who will face Finn Balor at NXT TakeOver is Kyle O'Reilly. I'm, I mean, I dig it. I, so, I'm down because I know Kyle O'Reilly can roll. And I think that's going to be a really fun match. Yeah. But what are we doing with UE? Um, hashtag pushed out the door. Yeah. That's uh, what's going on. Friend of the show, Drew Neely, uh, really put it out there. And I think this is a really good point. Uh, it would make a lot of sense if this is the evolution treatment. Kyle O'Reilly is going to win it. And Adam Cole is going to be like, all right. Uh, that's fun yeah so maybe we get some cool Adam Cole Kyle O'Reilly matches out of this I'd be Um, for that yeah like when Kyle O'Reilly split his face open split uh, Cole's face open beat him for the belt which wasn't a five star match somehow but we'll save that for another podcast (laughs) Um, but great match yeah great match those guys will be great I think Kyle O'Reilly and Finn Balor will will burn it down Matt that's Seth Rollins. All right, let's go. Hey, AEW. Uh, we start off with Kip Sapien and Miro, the debuting Miro versus Sonny Kiss and Joey Janela. This match was fine. Uh, you kind of get to see Miro display his dominance. Um, he did actually. They played it <laughs> off, and we all thought he actually did hurt his ankle. Um, like that's legitimate. That wasn't a fake storyline thing. Okay, um, I, I, I I I was wondering about that. I was like, so what? If he's hurt, he's hurt. That's fair. But why are we having a guy fake an ankle that we don't do anything with or a knee or? Yeah. Um, but I also thought at the same time. I mean, I just feel like he should have came in, killed everybody, and the damn thing should have been over in seven or eight minutes. I just felt like they did a little bit too much of people getting thrown over the... I heard, I heard he almost hurt his back, too. Remember when he got, like, weirdly tossed or jumped over the thing? And I don't know. I just thought it was a lot going on. Um, I, but you just should have had Miro just lay waste. You know yeah. what I mean? 
And when he was in the ring, he pretty much did. But I feel like they're really trying to push, like, Kip Sapien's got this. And Miro. Miro's going to kill everybody. But then Miro came out and put in the uh, accolade, except it's now the game over. Oh, and and another thing is, uh, well, one, you got. Don't you bury good old JR. (laughs) Well, you got him, and then you you got Sonny Kiss. Stepping into the ring and, and then slapping hands with Janela. Like, oh, oh, that was a tag. Oh, I missed it because you tagged when you got in the ring. Um, JR, and then this is only going to end one way. Um, but can, I, I know it just started, so I'm super, super, super premature. But can we get Mira away from um, Kip Sapien, please? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Please. I'm, I'm down. I know we said this. Like, I'm ready for him to go on a singles run and just tear it apart. Ooh. I do appreciate that we're not going to bring him in and then immediately in the main event, although he is a main eventer, like you all know. Yeah. But let him let him get a couple of wins first. No, no, fair. Yep. Um, but then we get a, a Mad King, Eddie Kingston promo. God, I love it. I love everything about it. Hangman Page beat Evil Luno. Uh, Brody Lee murdered Orange Cassidy. Um, Oh, I left out that the Young Bucks broke uh, Tony Schiavone's phone at the mention of... Terrible. Okay, question. Yeah. You're running a business with people, and those people are straight up, you know, being dicks to you, breaking your phone, and all this bullshit. They gave them money to replace it. But regardless, why would you want to do business with that person? It's called you have to. The problem. Man, the, welcome the, to pro wrestling. <laughs> the problem with this is, is one they had a one. This was a bad, a bad segment. Two, they they had sound effects like WWE when he smashed the phone against the um a thing. It sounded like someone threw a like a, a trash bag full of glass out of a first story window. So that was phony. Listen, this this has been my only problem with this. The actual storyline isn't bad. That's fine. Like the booking of it has been good. The the play calling is fine. They just haven't executed the plays properly. Like you know, the acting and the carrying it out isn't good. Yeah, I don't have an issue with them. You know, super kicking the ref and no, throwing not the money at, all. at him. But yeah, the breaking of his of his phone. Wait, 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 wait. What? Hey, I'm totally cool if they just kick whoever they want to. But if they break my phone. What? I mean, well, still, like you're one, doing one business do with way more harm than the other. No, no, it, it, it's it's just like kicking some, like super kicking somebody is one thing. Breaking someone's phone is like throwing a tenter tan, uh, temper tantrum. That I think that's, that's the only, point, though. Yeah, but that's the only thing I don't like about the young bucks. If they're gonna be heels, then like, and they can be really good heels because, I mean, they just can. They have they have punchable faces. So they can be really good heels, but they're not being those heels. They're being like they remind me of like, you know, two teenage guy boys that are like throwing a fit. You know, like the other day, so Matt Jackson got in the ring, put his hands on his hips, and like walked like two circles and then super kicked him. I was like, Oh, like, oh uh, you showed them, you know what I mean? If you're gonna get heat, like man, get get some real heat. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like if you're gonna be a D bag, like be one. Yeah. You know, don't don't like I don't know, and then t- and then the next thing they're like, oh well, we you know we we have a friend, and I don't know. I, I just feel like it's all been safe. 
I feel like Matt, like they don't really know what they want to do. So everything's been like the hangman, the hangman, Kenny and the bucks thing have been, it's been really super safe. So when they want to flop either, like if they decide to flop either way, they can, if that makes sense. I feel like the whole, like they're trying to get to that edgier side. Like we need to be more aggressive. We need to stop playing it safe. Like, like you're saying, um, I don't completely they, – they had me a little confused on commentary this week during the Hangman match in that, like, Kenny's still kind of putting over Hangman, and he's like, I don't know why I'm out here and why they're sending me out here to do commentary for this match, but I'm here. Yeah, and, yeah, and I was like, well, then that doesn't make any sense then. You yeah, know what if I mean? we're trying to separate Omega and Hangman. But that's the thing is, like, Kenny wants to be separate. Hangman wants to be a tag team. So – like you're putting them over as a singles competitor and you're trying to be like, and yeah, he's a really great singles guy. Yeah. Are, are, are they trying to hint that maybe hangman's going to join them and go dark side? Or like, is this just trying to build up to when Kenny turns on him? It's going to be like, it's Kenny's the biggest asshole in the world. And that's fine, but he, but again, like nobody's really doing any like real, real, real like heel, like or heat, heat work, you know, yeah. you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like Kenny, all Kenny had to say was like, well, well, like we're done as a tag team, but like I'm still like contractually obligated to, I, I don't know, like you know what I mean? Like yeah. any, literally anything. Yeah. Well, it's, it's I'm like out here and I don't know why. I, I wonder, neither do we. <laughs> you tell <laughs> us, you're the one who's working. I wonder if there was some kind of like the turns happening now, but maybe we need to wait a week or two to see who's healthy next week. I, I part of me wonders if that's a part of it. Well, m- maybe at this point, but I mean, th- this thing has been, like I said, I'm not saying they botched it, but man, like this has been the worst kept secret for, and again, COVID happened. So don't get me wrong. Like there's a lot of, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of factors against this, but boy, you know, you need to, there's long-term booking. But how long is waiting too long to go? By the time yeah. it happens, we're going to be like, okay, what now? So are we going to be happy when it happens, though? Like, we're going to be like, like we always say, we got to give it time, and when it happens, we'll judge accordingly. Yeah, but, fair. But yeah, no, I'm kind of with you. I'm kind of like, all right, let, I'm ready. I want this now. So either they're doing this to build up the anticipation so we pop big, and maybe they're trying to wait till we have more fans, but I don't know. But yeah, they're not going to make it to take it to that. I don't mind what happens; just something happened. That's yeah. all. You know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because we're, we're at this point where the Young Bucks come out, they do their little t- temper tantrum. Hangman comes out, he wrestles and does Hangman things, and then Kenny comes out and he's in commentary for two weeks in a row. Which all this is fine, but where are we going? Like, you know? it feels a little bit lost. But we'll see. I don't know if it's the same thing like we say with the G1 where, like, we don't know what's happening, and that's the best part about it. But I almost feel like we treat it differently because we we know where we want it to go. And, like, all right, we're ready. Everyone's ready. Let's do it. Um, so I, I, I hope we get a little bit more storyline plot here soon. I wonder if they're kind of waiting for the anniversary show or not. But let's roll. That's where I'm at. I'm ready for the Kenny and Hangman singles runs. Let's do it. Uh, Brody Lee killed Orange Cassidy. I thought this was real good. Um, Orange Cassidy getting a title opportunity and really at this point deserved opportunity after beating Chris Jericho and everything. Right call with Brody Lee pinning him, in my opinion. 
But the big thing coming out of this is Cody is back. He's doing his best My Chemical Romance impersonation. He's dyed his hair black. Uh, the Black Parade has come. We'll carry on. Yeah. And we're going to get a dog collar match from this, Jeff. Okay. Look, that Brody Lee promo, take all my money. Take all my money. That was great. Oh, it was yeah. a great promo. Whoa. I it's, just don't want to see a dog collar match. It's, Here's it's, the thing, it's, if they do it well, like they do it like an old school NWA yeah. style, and it's yeah. Cody, so I have faith in it. That's kind of where I'm at with it. Well, the, this segment is good. You know why? Because these are two guys that generally have a problem with each other. And it's not a performance, and it's not a we're trying to do a five-star match for 45 minutes. These are two guys who have a problem with each other, and somebody's got to get even. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that, that always sells in wrestling. I do think this was a, not a little too soon. Um, and I also think they kind of wasted this Cody's appearance. What do you think, Matt? I mean, I mean again, like it's, I, I'm fine with the coming back. It's, you know, come back whenever. But I just feel like... I, I like I, I'd have much rather seen seen him seen like Brody like beating the snot out of Dustin or QT or you know what I'm saying like you know something along that vein or maybe you like you said save it for the anniversary show but but at the same time him coming back is fine I just thought it was yeah it, it just kind of was like me, oh Cody uh, oh, okay yeah it definitely seems to me like all right this is setting up anniversary show for the TNT title um. Cody's got to win it returning, right? I think he wasn't gone long. I, I'm going to be honest. I think they botched this in the sense of it looked like he was gone to do whatever he like. He, like the thing with, with a male, like he did something, he did film, did what he did and then came right back. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel like they should have had a little more. It was a let's write him off for two weeks so he can go yeah. do what he needs to do. But he was gone was... for five. Oh, well, then. Okay. Well, well, that's fair, thing. Then. It doesn't that's feel fair, like then. he was actually gone for five months. No, that's fair, then. Months, that's fair, then. That's fair, then. But, yeah. like, man, I don't I don't want the Brody Lee title run to end. <laughs> I don't think no. it should yet. I no. mean, I don't know. It depends what Cody we get. Yeah. Like, it, is this Crown if, Prince of Wrestling? That's what I think. I, I think this is going to be the Prince of Wrestling gimmick, Um, you know, and he's and again, heel Cody is is better than face Cody. But and I, I wish Pat was here because if Cody beats Brody, then I'm telling if Cody beats Brody for the belt, that's fine. But everybody can miss me with Dark Order. I don't want to see any more Dark Order. I, I'm I mean, Matt, I'm being serious though. Like, come on, like back me up a little bit here. Like, if he just storms in and then beats Brody, like I, I don't I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear about Dark Order looking strong and being a four. No, because they just continuously lose. They lose. Not all the time, but not enough to to be like, don't mess. Like, no one's like, man, don't mess with the Dark Order. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't do that. No, everybody's just like, oh, it's Dark Order. So I think here is my big thing. I'm, I'm going to try and make this quick because I know we have to also cover a pay-per-view later. But no, we don't. We just got to do quick predictions. I am really torn. I want to know what's going to be their rules for the dog collar match. Um, that is, I think, the big determination. Is it no disqualification? And if so, uh, Brody oh, Lee that's, can that's your best be able to win. Yeah. Um, and I think the best thing that needs to happen, and I said this the uh, other night, 
Let's get our blood and guts match. Let's have it. American Nightmare Family versus Dark Order. You can have Nightmare Family win the blood and guts match without taking the title off of Brody Lee. Yeah. Oh, hey, you're right. And Cody's got to come back, but he can't be the same Cody. He can't be in there yeah. settling, settling like Dustin. Have have him. He's got to be. Yeah, he's got to be. Oh my God! Have him. Edgy. Have him lose. Have him lose to uh, lose the blood and guts match, and be like, "Go, you guys! I'm tired of this. I'm tired of carrying yeah. y'all." Brandy, or, or, put your action figure down. Or or have him just. Not beat Brody into a bloody pulp, but do something where he loses control and gets disqualified. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's not beat hard. Up, go beat up Darby Allen. <laughs> the way he uh, Brody made it sound was it was very much like a like a dog collar is going to be attached to like a corner post or something, and it's oh, it, the first it, person it's, to no, put the, it should be around both of their necks. Yeah, yeah that's I agree. What it would be, and it looked like it was there were two dog collars on each end. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So that's that's what I imagine. I imagine it's gonna be traditional NWA. Yeah, Cody no. is big on following up on all the old dusty matches. Yeah, um, he like I said, this is gonna be a really great match. No matter what, everyone's gonna come out of it looking good because the match will look great and everyone will look legitimate in it. I just don't know where you go booking wise. That is kind of my yeah. like, and maybe that is a nice thing to go for, um, and. I mean, we said it. I don't know who's going to win, but uh, I I am curious. I don't want Burnley to lose the belt yet, personally. I've loved everything he's doing. The BTE stuff has been hilarious. I really love uh, owning the world, Brody Lee. Well, now we're going to see who if Tony Khan can, you know, has his big boy booking pants on because you got to get out of this one. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's um, not that this is wrong. Like, not, not that this match is necessarily wrong, because it's not, but you're going to have to figure out how to get out of this one with, 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 with everybody looking strong. Yeah. Matt, let's move on to the next play. I was about to say, let me try and keep this quick coming up here, because there is still a lot. We still a lot of happen on AEW. And, man, uh, like I said, I wish this was an, an easier night with less stuff so we can go over more. This is a really great AEW dynamite for me. Uh, Matt Hardy promo with Private Party. Matt Hardy struggling real bad on a mic when he's not broken. And uh, Private Party, great in ring, still green on the mic. You got time, you're young, but man, give them. Uh, they, I think they're going to turn on Matt Hardy here soon. Give them Vicky Guerrero because she'd buy into what they're doing. Yeah. And I, again, as a company, like, and this is what I, this is why I get on Jericho sometimes. Like Jericho should have known, like, don't put these kids out here by them. You know, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think you get, listen, hats off to him for trying to spar with Jericho. But if you're not good on the mic, He's you should be, t- you shouldn't be talking to Chris Jericho and just Chris Jericho has been doing this long enough time where he should, he should have spoke up and said like, Hey, that's probably not a good idea. You know what I mean? Like, I will say, ugh. I do really like the fact that, we're starting to see a big trope of young talent trying to challenge and make a name off Chris Jericho. I think that is a really nice thing. I really like that personally. But yeah, no, Jericho's yeah, oh. going to crush any of them on the yeah. mic. Uh, yeah, yeah. Another interesting thing is Hardy still has like not really taken a true like bump from what I've seen. Well, because he's not. He's 
He's not. He's still yeah. he's still in his well, if you're, if you're trying non to protocol. He has a, a knee injury now. Yeah, he should yeah. be bumping. They're yeah. they're selling the knee injury so they can get away from the concussion. Well, yeah, look, which is fine. Just look, own it. Listen, just own it. Look, uh, I agree look, with you. Hospital but, you cleared him. Sure hospital cleared him. <laughs> Matt, they cleared him just as much as you know. Our backyard is a forest. Uh, ben, people see what they want to see, brother. Hey man, look, all I'm saying <laughs> there's documentation. I'm sure there. Oh, I'm probably you guys to find it and prove them wrong. <laughs> Um, yeah, these guys struggled real hard on the mic. Guys who did not struggle on the mic, FTR, they're bringing in a, uh, a what, what was this called? It was a um, brush of greatness, or 20 minutes with greatness. So it's a 20-minute time limit match, uh, and they're just going to have these uh, periodically. But here's the deal. If it goes the time limit, it's a win for FTR because you didn't beat the champs. Yeah. That's old school. Old school heel work. Uh, My thing about this was, is is this just going to be like an open challenge that you have to go through Tully for? They pick. FTR said they pick. Okay, then I must have missed her because to me it sounded very much like you got to go to Tully who's going to determine if they want it. Uh, And then it felt very much just like a, then what was the point of the ranking system? But if I misheard it, that's on me. Yeah, well, essentially, it's just pretty much FTR going to have tag yeah. team demonstrations against people. We're going to get 20 minutes of really great tag team wrestling that's going to count as an FTR win when it goes to a draw. Yeah. All just really great heel. Uh, God, I really want to say this is a Mid-South thing, but it might be NWA. Uh, yeah, both. Yeah. Um, if I misheard it and it's what you're explaining as, that's fine with me. But... Uh, Best friends come out. We're seeing that they're pretty much going to be the number one contenders for the next pay-per-view, the way they're kind of pushing this. Chuck Taylor's horrible. I really don't want to spend more time on it like that. He said weenies in the ring, and people now want a weenie shirt, and it's horrible. He Uh, said weenies, and I'm like, is this for, like, kindergartners? Well, it's Chuck Taylor. He might have the brain of a kindergartner. Let's move on. (laughs) Uh, Hikaru Shida and Thunder Rosa defeated... Uh, Diamante and Ivalice really, really hope this is leading towards a rematch at full gear. Love. Uh, also, mad respect for Thunder Rosa coming out with the half-animal face paint. A wrestler's wrestler. A wrestler's wrestler. I loved it. Um, and we didn't mention that at the beginning of the show, but our thoughts and prayers are with the family of Animal. Uh, absolutely. Absolute legend in the ring. He's missed. I feel bad for the poor bastards who have to take Doomsday devices up in heaven now. <laughs> so... Best I can say there. I, I yeah. Um, John Moxley versus Eddie Kingston. I really, really enjoyed this match, um, and they're still continuing to push Kingston getting screwed. Um, so what happened here? And, and guys, we'll surely try and keep this to two minutes because we do have to cover Clash of Champions here. Uh, Kingston got put in a bulldog choke, and Rimsburg called the match, saying that. Eddie Kingston was non-unresponsive. Uh, Kingston's like, "What are you doing? I didn't, I didn't tap. What's going on?" Um, clearly, this is a big change for, you know, Lance Archer has COVID. We need to make sure we have a challenger, and we don't want to waste what we've already built with Eddie Kingston getting screwed with the battle royale. Let's find some other way to kind of keep this going. Uh, 
My issue with that is, as we have here, referee's discretion. You lost the match because of referee stoppage. That goes down as a loss. You lost. Shut up. Accept the loss. So, no, no, no. But that's why I explained this to you earlier, though. Like, when referees take the match into their hands, like, UFC fighters feel robbed when a fight ends early in their opinion. And why uh, do the referees not do even it, Matt? bring it up? Well, they do it, it to protect um, the wrestler. There, let me finish. <laughs> if we, if you guys went and asked the Saints, any Saints fan about that, no, no pass interference call, are they gonna say the Rams beat them or the refs screwed them? The difference between the two, Matt, is one is real sport. And one's Where? trying to look like a real sport. Yeah, but I mean, listen, in, so, in, the, in, the, in the realm of referee botches in AEW, this one was fine. And it's I mean, It's it not a botch, sense. but it's yeah. not a botch. But I mean, if with, you know, with how many three and four counts we've seen, this wasn't awful. Yeah. No. My big thing here, too, is Eddie Kingston uh, immediately took to Twitter and was like, I didn't, I didn't tap out. Yeah, and Rinsberg immediately responded and said, look, Eddie, I, I've known you for a long time, and you're going to be able to keep competing for a long time because of me. So it wasn't even like a real, like, look, man, I'm sorry you feel that way. This is what yeah, it but is. It's, like Rinsberg trying to be a dick. Well, okay, no, I, I don't. He, he, he should have checked his arm. But I get, but they didn't want to do that spot so they could get into this spot. But that's we'll save that. Uh, for no, but day. I think that's exactly it, though. Yeah. yeah. Um, really, this is standing up for what's probably going to be a triple or a triple threat six man tag next week. Uh, Will Hobbs hopefully getting his time to shine next week. You guys ready to roll over to Clash of Champions? Yes. All right. So, gonna try and do this quick because we only got a couple of t- uh, a couple of minutes left. Obviously, SmackDown is tomorrow, so we're not going to be able to give you everything. But here's what we got: we have nine matches. Your pre-show match is Oscar versus Selena Vega for the Raw Women's Champion. Oscar. 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 Bobby Lashley defending the U.S. title versus Apollo Cruz. Bobby I'm Lashley. New contest. Oh, okay, yeah, this that's is your fair. Retribution yeah. attack match. That's fair. Yeah, it'll probably be a no contest. Uh, Street Profits versus Andrade and Angel Garza. Again. Yeah. Again, again. they just won it on Raw. I am going with Andrade and Angel Garza. This would be a pre-show match otherwise, in my opinion. Yeah, you're probably right. I want to say Street Profits, though. That's, I mean, that's fair. Yeah. No, Street Profits. You're right. You're right, Ben. Street Profits. I don't, I don't know WWE anymore. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't. We have what should be the best match of the night. It's going to be Jeff Hardy versus AJ Styles versus Sami Zayn in the Triple Threat ladder match for the Intercontinental title. <sighs> I have no idea. I I'm could going see- Sami Zayn. Me too. The prince who was promised. He never lost the title. Yeah, Sami Zayn. I hope it's Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn. Bad feeling Hardy's going to retain it somehow. Um, Nakazaro versus Lucha House Party. Nakazaro, Lucha House Party's blowing up. Lucha House Party's a joke. Care. Yeah, I don't care. I mean, they're being booked properly, but they all implode. So no, 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 they've already. I mean, they've hinted at it with Lince Dorado's like goodbye to his mask. So, uh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler defend the women's tag titles versus the Riot Squad. Uh, I'll retain. I'm yeah. about to say this is. I, I don't have a clever tag team name for them yet. Ask me on Monday. Uh, Bailey versus Nikki Cross for the SmackDown Women's Title. Ba 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 Bailey. 
Yeah. Bailey. Uh, too much, too much going on for both of them for the title change hands there. Yeah. We got the big dog, Broman Brains versus Jay Uso for the universal title. The fact that uh, Jay Uso is in the match is stupid. Y- yes, but cool that cool that you know um, yeah, Jay Uso gets a, gets a shot here. But yeah. brothers injured. Yeah, but Reigns, you know, and but Reigns cool. is gonna murder him. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, expect Reigns to wrestle shirtless. He said that in an interview. He's gonna be shirtless for this. I did see that. And yeah, I heard music new- is on the way. So I'll say yeah. this: as much as I hate Roman Reigns, he's finally addressing the things I have complained about for years, five years, six years. Um, but he is gonna stay in like the black cargo fatigues. Oh, I'm sure. Those I've been told are staying. Uh, and maybe your main event? I don't know. Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton in an ambulance match. Here is your Drew McIntyre. Randy Orton win because of retribution as well. And with that, because that's how much I care about it. Well. All right. We got to walk off. Whoa. Whoa. What's going on? Here? What? I don't know what just happened. I don't. They left me by myself. And usually that's a bad idea. Because now I can rant about whatever I want to rant about. Um, I'm Okay. I guess they're legitimately not coming back. All right. Um. Check out wrestling. There's a pay-per-view this weekend. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, Clash of Champions. Let us know. Hi. No, no, you're good. We're... I am not excited for this weekend. Oh, all right. This is not six feet away. Uh, and there's Jeff. You guys are really bad at walking off camera. I'm seeing here. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and close out because I don't know what's going on anymore. Thank you for joining us. This has been PWO Wrestles- WrestleCast. Huh. Check out our YouTube page, Podcast World Order, for more shows like Referee's Discretion, Creative Control, and hopefully very soon, Do Your Damn Homework, featuring D. White. Thank you very much for joining us. Have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday. Do all the things. Have a great weekend. Bye, everybody.